Well, hello everyone. Hello and welcome in. I am very excited because the topic for this particular episode of Buddhist Biohacker is I can't do it. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Buddhist Biohacker, and I am joined by my soul sister that I love so much, Delisa Hawking. She is from Spirit and Spark TV, and Patrick Keller, who I also love so much, who is from Big Seance Podcast. And it's October 13th, which is my dad's birthday, but it's also like the Knights Templar and the Divine Feminine, all sorts of business. So we thought we would talk about all things paranormal today on October 13th. And we've got video or no video. I keep saying video, but <laughs> we've got photos and we have um, audio. We have all sorts of good stuff. And so first let's start. I want to have you guys take time just to introduce yourself really quick and what you do and why you're on a paranormal show. <laughs> Patrick, do you want to go first then? <laughs> Uh, you were in a, oh, you got to unmute yourself. <laughs> just kidding. Um, on my show, we talk about Disney. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so uh, my show is the Big Seance Podcast at uh, bigseance.com. It's about seven years old. And we talk about paranormal, spiritual things, a lot of psychic medium topics, spirit communication, hauntings. We get nerdy. So sometimes we branch out into like other nerdy general uh, paranormal type things, but we usually leave Bigfoot behind and UFOs <laughs> behind and just kind of get into the nerdy spirit communication side of things. Everything's a big seance. That's what I always think. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I met Patrick through Lisa. Uh, we were connected and Patrick was a guest on my um, streaming show that I did for Binions uh, because I had a show in Las Vegas that was a 90 minute live show based inside of a haunted hotel. <laughs> and so doing a mediumship live show inside of a place that has lots of spirits was really interesting. So uh, yeah, that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, and I'm Lisa Gunshore and host of Buddhist Biohacker. And I'm here because I love both of you. And I love ghosts and spirits and have been a medium all my life. And um, I love pictures and audio and oh, man, and I used to hold a lot of seances and um, they're really fun. And I actually got to be a part of one in New Orleans, which was probably the coolest one I've ever been a part of. Um, and uh, yeah, so welcome in. So everybody um, who has joined in, we've got such a great audience tonight. Um, share where you're from, and I'd love to hear um, your paranormal stories or thoughts as we go through. We're going to be, I think what we're going to do is analyze some video and audio and <laughs> picture. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I can't, I can't. What is wrong? Are you trying? Are you trying to manifest some video up in here? Is that what you're trying to do? I think so. I don't know. It's so crazy. I can't stop for some reason. I think video. there's gonna be some video at some point in this show. There has to be. Maybe we're gonna have stuff whirling around behind us. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. And I have pictures from our recent CE5 event. So I have some alien activity too, which really is different from spirit activity. And I want to talk about that too. I think that'd be interesting. Um, Barbarella is already sh sharing and hi, Barbarella. Um, she says, somebody knocks on my door in the middle of the night. I don't know if it's a dream or if it's somebody else. I love it. And Eve, hi, Eve. She says, feeling spooky. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So where do we want to start? What do we want to, what do we want to do? Should I pull up some pictures right away? Yeah, let's just dive right in. All right, so I'm gonna go here to this window. All right, so um, let's start with, um, let's see, where am I gonna start with? All right, I wanna start, we're gonna start with your green orbs, Delisa. Oh, okay. Oh, there I am with long hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the ghost of Christmas past right there. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm at a TCU football game, as you can tell, my Go Frogs, and uh, you can see at my waist, there are three little green flying things, and uh, yeah, there's a second picture that I took at the same game of the field, and Lisa, I don't know if you've got that one, but it shows the ones up I in the do, sky. Yeah. I'm going to try to be a good producer here. So give me a minute, everybody. I think you've done a fabulous job so far. Oh, my goodness. What happened was I brought all these pictures up on the screen. And so now I have to, like, find them. Hold on. We're going to make it happen. <laughs> okay, there we go. Okay, so hold on. So we're going to stop sharing. All right. And then we're going to share this other picture. Boom. Look at this. Oh, yeah. So then, because I was snapping pictures throughout the game, and they showed up again, the same three later on. Uh, and so that's why it says my green angels are back. Um, but it was the same night. So, and they showed up in, a, in, the, in the trio there. Um, and I know that some people have experiences or photos with orbs of different colors. Maybe everybody watching, if you've captured, you know, these kind of things on film, have yours been different colors? What colors have you gotten? Mine tend to be green a lot of the time. Uh, yeah, what's going on with you, Lisa? Have you had different colored orbs before? Mine's always green, too. Hmm. Um, but my stepson always has, like, these bright yellow ones. Oh, so, I mean, I have, there are different ones. Patrick, what's your analysis of these three orbs? Well, as you, you know, debunk them or are you going to agree? You ladies know that um, as, amongst orb fans, I am not going to be liked very well. But um, <laughs> what, I, what I immediately think is the angle of those three orbs are you know, about the same angle as that set of stadium lights that's in between the goalposts. And even though they're, um, you know, the lights are overblown in the picture, I'm willing to bet that there are uh, at least three or four stadium lights there. And I think that if you, in a lot of pictures like that, if you just kind of shift a little bit, you can almost line them up. And uh, that's a typical 
kind of thing that you get in digital photography is a reflection of bright light sources. That would be my response. Damn you, Patrick. Oh. <laughs> this is interesting. So Leon Leona says, interesting. I see orange and purple in this. Mm. This I assume that's in this picture. That's interesting. Unless or she, she sees it. Like when she takes pictures, like her orbs are those colors. Yeah. yeah. Clarifying white. Can now, I see the other one though, where the three lights were at Delisa's waist? Yeah. Let me go back to that. Because I do find it interesting that those three lights, if if my theory is accurate, then those three lights are awfully low. Mm -hmm. I that. Yeah, I would say those don't match up with that theory. So we're just going to say they're green angel orbs. <laughs> I like it. I like green angel orbs. I guess I like I'm it. Voted, so I, if we go by votes, okay. <laughs> okay so I've got a good one for you. So our dear friend and colleague to Buddhist biohacker, April Meganson from April Renee Yoga, um, sent me a picture from her friend. So April lives in Virginia Beach by Thomas Jefferson's homestead. So Oh you God, guys, I don't like this. I don't even want to see it. I don't even want to see it. Okay. <laughs> um, it's legit. If you get scared of ghost photos, don't look. Yeah, so true. And now that I said that, oh, okay, here it is. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it bigger on my screen. Oh, I don't want to. Oh. Okay. I don't like this picture. Am I, am I seriously gonna pee my pants or yeah. what? So this is from Thomas Jefferson's homestead, everybody. <laughs> Recently taken. Oh, there it is. You can't hardly see because it's so tiny. Look at that woman. Stop, ah! it. Stop it right now. I want to make it bigger, but I can't. Oh, I know. I need to make it bigger, but that's it, man. Look at that woman at the end. No! <laughs> First of all, it looks like it's from the Stanley. The inside of that looks like the Stanley. Doesn't it? I'm going to see if I can make this even bigger. Oh, um, great. Well, because it's so tiny on StreamYard. Like, oh, I don't know that I can, you guys. Okay, I'm going to show it one more time. <laughs> Michelle, Michelle's another medium, and she just said, she just said what the hell? <laughs> okay, I'm going to share it one more time. And then we're going to take it away. <laughs> Delisa and her hands covering her face cracking me up. Okay, when a medium you know is scared, you should be scared. That's all I'm saying. You know you you're know? peeking around the side of your hand. <laughs> Listen, Michelle says, Michelle Snelling says, I'm a medium and that terrifies me. Exactly. <laughs> Okay. Can you imagine seeing a video Woo! of that? No, there's no video. Maybe that's I why I keep saying video. Maybe, Maybe. I keep open. Oh. I know, right? Oh my God. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Okay. So uh speaking of Michelle Snelling, I'm gonna share this video. So we we hosted a CE5 event um to connect with aliens, and we had the most profound experience. I, could, I can't even talk about it. It was so insane. And so about 30 of us watched the sky for 45 minutes watching these lights move in patterns. And I mean, it was just crazy. So the pictures, so this is, let's talk about this because I'm curious what you two think about this. So 
I've taken a lot of spirit photos. They're, they like me to take photos of them. I'm sure, Patrick, you've been on all these investigations and Delisa, all the work you do at the Haunted Hotel. Okay. The thing about a spirit picture is you take a picture and then you look at it and you're like, oh, I got spirits. You know, you look at it later. These pictures changed multiple times with multiple witnesses who saw images and then saw them again with new stuff in them. I've never seen anything like that. So to me, that's for sure the ultra terrestrial. And what I kept getting was they're showing us how they can time travel, that that's what they're showing us as these digital pictures are changing. So this is one of the pictures that changed that I'm going to show you. And Michelle did not have a device on her body at this time. Okay. So I just want to. Wait, are you saying that it, the actual picture, the file changes over time? Or... Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Like the first time we looked at this picture, there was nothing but just a picture of people sitting. And the second time this was on the picture. Do you see this right here? She had no device. There's no electronic device here. Let me see. Hold on. Let me blow this up. Clearly, you guys, I did not learn much about my production here. Um, let me see. I don't know if that's going to blow it up or not. You don't have a minor in, you know, StreamYard production or anything? No, I should with all the shows I do. <laughs> all right. Can you guys see that? Yeah. Now, if you really blow it up, there's all these little spirals in it that make up oh. this box, this little light box. We call it Michelle's turquoise time travel box. So there was no, she wasn't holding any box of any kind or anything. No, her hand was literally on her leg. And what? now, yeah. but were you saying that someone saw this picture before and there wasn't anything in the picture before? And now Several of us. here's one of our witnesses right here, Karen from California. Yes, the photos changed a few seconds later. This isn't the only one that changed, by the way, multiple changed. But it is interesting because you can totally get your brain to imagine that those are some apps on uh -huh. a on a phone and like a time on the upper right hand corner and like uh -huh. you know whether that's uh pareidolia or not. Like my brain wants to finish that image and make it a phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have a question to Mary's asking, does anyone who was there remember hearing the weird electronic sound that seemed to come from the brass bowl sitting on Mich Michelle's chair? <laughs> I mean, this was the wildest event. I, I can't even begin to describe this, but I have other pictures we'll share in a little bit. But yeah, so that is pretty wild, I'm going to say. It's pretty wild. I would now, agree. I would love, Patrick, you got, you got something on cue? Oh, you want uh, some audio? Yeah, we're going to mix it up. Let's throw in okay. some audio. Oh, well, um, Michelle's these... saying there's nothing in the box was there. I mean, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Okay. You know, I I think lots of things in this world are unexplainable. <laughs> um, Amen. I don't remember if like these, the three or four that I have here, are kind of like the best ones that I've shared. So I may have shared, um, you know, with the Lisa on something or, you know, Lisa, I may have shown this during your show, but I can't 
pick one. So I was um, in a, this was one of the last investigations I did of like a legit family who was having some issues and had some concerns. And so I actually went myself and with a, I was actually invited um, onto the case by a medium friend of mine who was also helping the family out. And a lot of times, some of my best, um, I would don't necessarily call things evidence, but a lot of times, some of the best audio I get is when I'm just setting up. And I've always recorded nonstop while I'm setting up, which sometimes, you know, might take two or three hours because, you know, if someone's there wanting to communicate, they're not going to just wait for, you know, minute one of your, you know, ghost hunter style investigation, you know, they're there and they're ready to communicate. So I travel with the recorder and usually lay a few around and I'm talking to the um, owners of the home we're setting up stuff and they had some experiences down in their basement. And so I'm getting ready to go downstairs to set up some cameras and things like that. And I'm asking them if there are outlets and things down there to, you know, to plug things in. And so this is, so you're going to hear me talking. And then I also bleep the sound of the, the family's voice just for their privacy not that it's a big deal, but you're going to hear me talking and you're going to hear a bleep and then you're going to hear what I picked up on the recording. Oh, do I need to like plug my ears for this? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think this is going to creep anybody out, but I don't know. But I'm also kind of used to hearing stuff like this. So here we go. Okay. There's probably something <laughs> I'll play Man, they have such a distinct sound, those EVP. It's so distinct. Okay, play it again. I want to hear. And I don't again. always get EVP that have this sound. Some, usually, yeah. my EVP sound a little different. But here it is again. There's probably plenty of outlets downstairs. So what makes my skin crawl? Yeah, what do you think? I don't know how easily it's heard over Streamyard or over it you know from my good side. Sound, I think. But it's pretty good. And I've um, a lot of times I will, you know, post my original EVPs and then also kind of manipulate it, see if you can pull it out. But I haven't on that one. So that's the original um, audio. And I hear C. Dorothy. And mm. so as I'm talking about going down into the basement and to set that up, you hear C. Dorothy. So um, and the the family didn't necessarily know of anyone um, like in their family or that had lived there before. It's a fairly, you know, I think the house was probably built in the 60s or 70s. You now know, you got to play it again because now we're all going to listen for okay, now you're, now you're going to hear mm -hmm. stuff like, I like pizza or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here it is again. There's probably plenty of outlets downstairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, that was some of the, that was one of the, I did get other evidence. Uh, one was controversial um, from the same place. And I, I'll tell you, I cried over this. Um, I, I got a artifact 
also the same evening while I was setting up, which I didn't hear until, you know, a month or two later as I'm going through investigation. And I thought it said, can you help me? And so when you hear that like months later and you're not there anymore, and when you have a lot, such empathy for anything that might be there, I just sat there and cried and I'm, I'm listening to it and listening to it. And, and so I'm having trauma over this spirit thing. Can you help me? And then I, when I pulled it out and did some more stuff to it, oh my gosh, it's not, can you help me? It is, and there, this family had two daughters that lived there and it was the daughters that were creeped out most of the time. And I, I don't talk about this much because it's, yeah, I can't say this EVP without bleep, bleeping it, but I hear, um, will you F me basically is what I hear in the EVP. Oh. And now I can never unhear that again. And I'm like, Oh my God, I went from crying, feeling bad, thinking I want to go back and help this thing <laughs> to now thinking, mm, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I sent it to the family. I felt awkward sending it to the family. Sometimes you never know if sending something like that is going to be helpful or make things worse. It's like what, because mm -hmm. I can't, confirm or say a hundred percent for sure what it's saying or if it's anything at all so do i just mm -hmm. make their lives worse by sending them that so that's that was from the same yikes home. karen says definitely heard see dorothy in your recording and i figured out how to blow things up now so just while we're talking about extra creepy sounds No, what the heck? Why Hold don't on. we play my EVP while <laughs> looking at that photo? <laughs> Look at that. No. <laughs> I I saw in the comments earlier, someone said, is she holding a candle? I don't What's know. I don't know. You don't want to know what she's doing. It's too Maybe stressful. Maybe it's a knife. I don't know how I am such a scaredy cat. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that's a scary image. I mean, that scares me. Now I'm curious about this one, Delisa. Look at this one with the pregnancy. I'm loving that. Oh, I love this. And and this is somebody in my spirit and spark community. And she said that this is her miracle baby. She's pregnant in this photo. And, you know, this was taken and look what shows over the top of it. I thought it was really, really cool. Y'all, I have no no debunking or explanation of that yeah Just, you know that's, that's pretty amazing and you can see like the circular um i'm like trying to point and i'm like no one can see what i'm pointing at <laughs> but <laughs> you know you can see those circles in front of both women and it's interesting because it looks like the navajo uh indian symbols so that's even more interesting to me yeah it's really cool really cool so everybody watching, comment, let us know what you think. I'm curious uh, from the two of you, um, do you go to those fake haunted houses, you know, that they set up for Halloween? Like, do you go? I can't go. Obviously, I can't even look at a freaking picture on my computer. Like, so I don't go in fake haunted houses. Real ones are fine when I'm working because I've got that signal turned on. But I don't like stuff like jumping out at me. Mm -mm. I don't watch scary I, movies. Don't go to nope. haunted houses. I don't do any of that. That's the kind of thing that scares me more than 
um, legit paranormal things. Like I, I'm braver around, you know, researching the paranormal. I don't get as freaked out, but yeah. And like, and I, we have a group of friends and we will go to haunted attractions sometimes. And I am the one who will, you know, like you will come out of the haunted house and I'll be behind you and there will be permanently pressed like scrunchies on the back of your shirt from my hands, like grabbing on to your shirt mm-hmm. and like trying to hop on your back, which is a mm-hmm. lot of weight. You know, if I jump on your back, that's pretty bad. <laughs> no, you just lost a bunch of weight. I did. I'm very excited about it, but it's very slow. Oh, but that's the good because slow means it'll stay off. I'm hoping. Yes, I'm hoping. that's awesome. Okay, what else do you got over there, Patrick? I, oh, got, want- I got plenty of photos, so we might as well have some okay, so, audio, uh, not video. <laughs> <laughs> so the other really cool one that's different that I have is from using the spirit box. And this was years ago. This was not long after I first got the spirit box. This was probably 10 years ago, 12 years ago. And I was sitting at a Ouija board. And it is also not long after I got my first Ouija board. I've since experimented a lot and um, met Karen A. Dahlman, a good friend of mine. who was an expert at the Ouija. And I've talked a lot with her and hung out with her. But this was before all of that. So I'm sitting at the Ouija board. Um, and I usually tried to do kind of an EVP session at the same time. I remember that same session I experimented with a clock radio, um, you know, with the different frequencies on there. And then I used this spirit box. And when I asked, um, just in general, I've, I've got my hand on the planchette of the Ouija board. And I had asked, what am I touching? And you hear two responses. One of the responses a lot of people think is my name or something else. I guess I won't say anything yet. And then there's a big response after that. And this is an example of, you know, when EVP sounds very different from the first one. So, I'm busy next year. So when you ask me to do this episode, uh, I'm busy. I know. I'm like, I'm like, sorry. I'm yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Here we go. What am I touching? So, did you hear it? You want me to play it again? It's a little noisy. Play it again. Well, Patrick, for sure, was loud. Okay, so you're... Or planchette or whatever. Yeah. Right. I initially heard planchette, and then other people are like, no, are you crazy? That says Patrick. So... And I have heard my name said before, and usually it immediately, you know, will make your the hair on your skin stand up. And so mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'll play it again. Do and it. then tell me, tell me what you hear after that for sure. What am I touching? Don't you hear Ouija board? Mm-hmm. I well, love- now you gotta play it again. <laughs> <laughs> Do it one I heard Patrick the second time. So it sounds very robotic at the end. And it's, you know, of course, a spirit box. So there's different, you know, people are going to, and even me, are going to say, okay, is that a DJ voice? Is that the mix of a DJ voice and something else? Is the spirit manipulating the sound from the spirit box to make something happen? I mean, there's all kinds of questions. But I'll play it again. Here we go. 
What am I touching? Oh my God, seriously. Jay says, I stayed at the Stanley Hotel and got some good EVPs. We do have the Stanley Hotel. I can't go there either, by the way. Not going there. Oh, I love the Stanley. It, oh. All I had was a beautiful four night stay that was peaceful and fabulous. Maybe because they know that you love them. You know, I think when yeah. you provoke the spirits, that's when you're in real trouble. Like those shows drive me crazy where they're like, say something and do something. And I'm like, if I were a spirit, I'd be like, oh, like I'm not <laughs> doing something because you told me to. They're not performing monkeys. They're, they're beings. I kind of, I kind of believe that some of their, I mean, I have a lot of issues with like paranormal tourism sometimes. Mm -hmm. Not that I don't think it should be a thing, but. I and I saw Chip Coffee post this question the other day on social media is that when we make like theme parks out of haunted places, you know, it's like we're changing them over time. Like in my mind, I'm thinking, well, what's what's stopping me when I die? If I'm a giant paranormal nerd, what's stopping me when I die from going and hanging out at the Velisca murder house or from the Stanley mm -hmm. Hotel or whatever? and hanging out there or you know how do we know that when we go to some of these places that are non-stop people just traipsing in and out how do we know we're communicating with energy of people that who we think we are it might just be energy of people coming in and out every day you know i just it's it's it brings up weird questions to me like it's it's almost like pollution like are we polluting you know mm these locations i don't That's know interesting what do you think delisa about that um i don't know i think there's so many layers to it and i think that spirit and the universe are, are intelligent and so i don't know i don't think i don't know if you can pollute it but i get what you're saying maybe for me it would take away some of that that spark to it if everyone's kind of going hoping to get something and they've got their cameras out that maybe it just kind of takes away some of the mystique with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I definitely roll my eyes a lot at tours. Like we'll go someplace. And of course more times than not, I'll take the tour because I want to see the place or I want to hear the stories, but you know, you, and not that I'm like investigator extraordinaire because I'm definitely out of practice and no one's an expert at what they do. But when it's like, okay, we've got all these tools and everybody, and you know, sometimes, you know, women are walking around drunk and it's like a, you know, a bachelorette party and they've got there. And I'm like, I, what are we doing? We're not, um, it just, or you'll hear tour guides talk about how machines, you know, tools work. And they're like, well, this will show you if it's a ghost. And I'm like, no, it shows you if there's electric, electrical, you know, responses <laughs> could be a ghost. It just, I, my mind just gets annoyed so but i will yeah, be the go and take the tour yeah <laughs> i don't i don't i can't do the tours and i don't like the shows because i just feel like it's so offensive i mean what you're talking about patrick is i'm agree like it's really offensive like 
for people like Delisa and I who talk to these spirits all day long, for people who are grieving their loss, like it's kind of offensive for people to be bossy and recording everything. Like I'm all for paranormal investigation. Like, and I've done my own seances where I've recorded things and it, that's really beautiful, but it, you want it to be this beautiful, organic, like co-creation with the spirit. Right. You don't want it to be like, Hey man, I'm going to get you angry. I need you to throw that table across the room or whatever. I mean, I just, I hate that kind of stuff. We have some interesting comments. Mary says, um, I had a spirit box session recently with Chris Moon and I swear it was really my mom's voice. That's pretty cool. And uh, Sherry says, um, I love the Stanley, but didn't see or hear anything either. But I did get some orbs and some photos. I don't know who PJ is, but PJ always has tacos and I love it. And, and even now PJ still has tacos and it's like a year later. So we just have to say hi, shout out. Um, and uh, Jay says, I didn't get anything while on the tour, only when I was alone with the people that I came with going back to the Stanley Hotel. So lots of Stanley stuff. So I have an alien photo to show you. And, and the thing is, like, this is not orbs. This is like a different thing. And I didn't even know these, like, kinds of images appeared with, I didn't know anything about alien events. I just thought I'd have one. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just do it and see what happens. Well, apparently these kinds of arrow-like things, you'll see it in a minute, um, show up a lot. Um, and I think there's a name for them. I don't remember. So if somebody knows in the comments, you can say. Um, but this is one of the photos from that same night. And I love this because you really, I don't know how you could debunk this. I'll be honest with you. Okay, so you can see it down in that bottom corner, and I'm going to try to blow this up here. Rods, I think, are what they're typically called. Yes, I screwed this up. Let's see. I'm trying to blow it up without um, losing the... There we go. Can you guys see that? It, it's, really, it's really low. Oh, I see here. Let me take this banner off. There you go. It is really low. Yeah. Man, my my production skills are... The oh, wait. Only thing I, is that the better? Only, the only thing I will say, and it took me a few seconds, is the, the city, you know, the cityscape above. There's that one reddish, orangish, um, you know, streak up mm -hmm. in, in the top left. And... The blue streak is roughly the same length, and it's kind of that same explanation that I gave with the stadium lights. Like you can, if you can shift and kind of do an overlay type thing and lay it on top, like I think that could be a reflection of because that's if you if you look at all the little cityscape streaks of lights that red one is like the brightest one so it's what the the camera's focusing on the most yeah and it, well and here's what else is weird is these up in that uh top uh right corner see the 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 black mm. kind of circular smudges like in the picture but so there is a picture before this with the same cityscape um, which I guess I should have pulled up and I didn't. So now we'll have to have like a whole analysis show where I can pull it up. But um, the picture before that has the same lights in the cityscape. There's no black stuff and there's yeah, no black smudges or there's no rod at the bottom. So, yeah, so there's that. So another 
interesting photo. Yeah. All right, let's see what other photos do we have here? We have, oh, this little girl is cool, Delisa. We'll show this, that little girl with the blue around her. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, this was submitted by another member in my community and that's her daughter. Let me see. I'm trying to, I'm doing a poor job at this, but there we go. There we go. That's pretty amazing. I mean, that's a blue aura in, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I love it. I do too. Probably, you could probably go on Instagram and find the same kind of filter to make someone look, I'm special. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie has been trying to get in the mix. Oh, the whole time. <laughs> I know. I, I guess like I could. I've got Cauldron here too. We got, we got a little cat party. <laughs> oh, stop it. Her cat is Cauldron. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is Cauldron. Oh, it's our little cat party. <laughs> like Andrew, Andrew Bartz is the galactic historian. He says we're one cat meme away from unification on the planet. And I love that. <laughs> Cauldron's like, really, mom, did you have to hold me? Really? So I, I had a reading with a channel today. Her name's April Crawford. If no one's heard of her, she's pretty awesome. And I go to her once a year. And uh, she channels a group of beings called Veronica. And so I talked to her just today. Um, and when I talked to her, um, I said, well, I really, one of the things that she specializes in is animals. And so that she's written books about animals and all these things. So I said, well, I really want to know, because I've been, I've been talking to April Crawford for like, I don't know, 10 years. And I was like, I really want to know about cauldron. Like, I want to know like about cauldron. <laughs> and she goes, She's like, Cauldron thinks she's very large and vicious. <laughs> and I just laughed because Cauldron does. That I was like, yep, that's Cauldron. She does. She thinks she's just wild. And I think it's funny. So anyways, she's really mad at me. When right she now. walks in the room, she probably hears, hing and yama, hing and yama, Oh. <laughs> You know what? That's even more funny than you realize. That's pretty psychic and synchronistic because she has this little cat condo and she gets on top so she can see all of us in the living room. <laughs> and every time my little Sadie Jewel, she's the littlest, she's nine. Every time she walks in the room, she goes, on a because Cauldron's always the king. Oh my gosh. So Karen says, hi, frankly, Frankie and Cauldron. And Mary says, Cauldron's a tuxedo kitty. Yes, she is a tuxedo kitty. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. What other EVPs you got over there, Patrick? Well, I have just one more that I prepared for tonight because cool. honestly, I don't have them that organized on my computer and I need to kind of organize them. But this one <laughs> is the first you know, possible EVP that I captured on um, my team. I used to have a paranormal team on our very first investigation, first investigation. So I considered this luck because we had, you know, many investigations after that where we didn't really get much. And so um, 
I was really excited about this. This is at a church. It's at what they referred to as the Fellowship Hall. This is the basement of the main church structure. So the church above is above, and then underneath is like where, you know, they have the kitchen and the large area for like meetings or like dinners and things like that. And um, there's lots going on as far as sounds. You can hear, I think it's like a big giant fridge that's like cranking away in the background. And of course it's tile and linoleum everywhere. So it's kind of bouncing around. And you'll hear me talking about the EMF readings that I'm taking. And in this room is just my dad and I, and my dad is sitting and I am walking. So the only thing that does make me sometimes wonder is, you know, with footsteps, you can pick up weird, make yourself think that you hear weird sounds. But I do remember I'm walking and what is what I think is a possible EVP is toward the end. And I won't tell you what I think it says. I'll ask what you guys think it says. Um, I will point when I hear it because it's kind of, I need to do a better job of editing out things that aren't super necessary. Here we go. Are, are you okay, Delisa? You gonna make it? I'll see you in a second. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, it's making me download this clip. Hang on, it's in my Google Drive. I've got to open it. Okay, here we go. Opposite of the kitchen, it's higher numbers. It was right there. Do you hear? Okay, so I'll back up just a little bit in the file, except it's not letting me. I'm like leaning into my computer. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Getting a close up of my gray hair. <laughs> okay, here, here we go. I backed up just a little bit. Let's see if I can take it to the exact same place. Anybody think they hear something? And then I'll tell you. Well, I hear I, it, but I don't know what I it's. I hear it, but I can't decipher it. Um, we have multiple choices here. Some um the actual church that invited me. Um, I think there are a lot of members of that church that think it is, this is Paul. And the history of the church is like 200 or more years old. So there are Pauls that could be connected to it. But what um, I think, and I think what most members of my team thought was that it's all over me. It's mm. all over So here it is again. Oh, uh, man, you that. Dang. So, man, EVPs, I just... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's definitely easy to hear it's all over. I still wonder if maybe my brain adds the me. Mm -hmm. um, if the me is really there because it's softer and there's other background noise in the background. So anyway, I'll play it one more time. Mm. That was my first. So I was really hooked after yeah. that. You know, that was one of the first ones. Yeah. If, so I, I, used I to will never say it's a true EVP, but if it is, you know, I feel consider myself pretty lucky. Yeah, I would say it is. And it feels authentic to me. Mm -hmm. And um, man, I used to record. So I used to record my seances with a tape recorder. 
which still by far gets the best EVPs in my opinion, forget any digital. I never get anything on digital. Um, and it was so awesome. Almost there was one in particular, cause I would do a seance every Halloween. I should do that again. I used to do that every Halloween for my clients at my house. We'd have a seance. And I'm sad that I don't live closer then. Cause I would be knocking down your door for that. Right. It was fun. We table tipped. I mean, we did all sorts of stuff. It was really fun. And, um, I would record it and then I would play it back and listen like the next day and find all the EVPs. And there were, I mean, there, we'd be like, who's here? And it'd be like, Susan and Jeff. And, and there would be words and conversation. There were usually several in a night. And um, it was always with that tape recorder. So I should just go buy an old tape recorder. I used to record all my readings on a tape recorder. I mean. A lot of people, <laughs> um, you know, have, you know, for EVP anyway, you know, for like podcasting, you obviously want to have fabulous equipment. But for EVP research, a lot of people will go out and get the cheapest recorder they can find because that is, you know, one of the theories that a lot of people still go by is that, you know, the the more active little parts you have in old machinery, that it's possible they manipulate that and use that to to communicate. And the, you know, the nicer more modern equipment is silent. You know, there's not a lot of working parts. And so same thing, I always think about the same thing for microphones. You know, there are microphones that are really strong that pick up everything. And, you know, like for, you know, audio production and stuff, it's like, well, do we need to be using those microphones? Or do you get less EVP from those microphones? Because I don't know, it's... I think there's still a lot of experimentation and research to be done in this area. You know, so many questions, so many variables. I totally agree. Now, I love this picture that Delisa sent in. Let's see here. This one's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. So uh, that's in Las Vegas. And uh, is it two different pictures? Oh, uh, it's that one on the bottom is the one to focus in on. Yeah, it's that smoke stuff off to the right hand side. Yeah, man, I That's love it. The high I love it when there's some like smoky plasma kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, so it's in the high roller, it's the big Ferris wheel on the Las Vegas Strip. That's is cool. It is it enclosed? It's right? enclosed, but I think this is a, ah, I was going to say this is a photo station, but I can't be certain because it looks like they might be up in and somebody's taking their picture while they're inside of it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking it is. Like I, I can totally, like I've recreated that kind of smoky photo. I could do it easily, especially you know, in the spring or in the fall around here in the evenings when it gets kind of more chilly. But number one, I'm thinking, does it get super chilly in the evenings in Nevada? And number two, I'm thinking it's enclosed. So there shouldn't mm -hmm. be any kind of like breath or something that would mm -hmm. cause that in an enclosed thing. Yeah, because you can see the rail behind them. So I think mm -hmm. that they're inside of the pod. Yeah, it looks like they are too. 
Well, what's your take on the smoky stuff versus orbs? Like, do you think some people say that that's more angelic? I mean, I don't know. I don't have an opinion. I'm wondering if you know anything. Who did you ask? Whoever. Oh. One of you. Um, to me, I, the frequency just feels different. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you look at something like this, like the blue rod thing feels very high pitched to me from that UFO picture. I look at something like this and the frequency just feels different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that depending on how maybe they manifest in photos, it could be a different kind of being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always thought that, you know, a lot of people try to categorize hauntings or categorize the way people show up um like when people talk about shadow figures for example i cannot mm-hmm. stand when people you know say the word shadow figure with like this as if they assume it's demonic or something like that i'm like mm-hmm. well i i mean i not that i know i don't think anybody really knows till we get there but how do you know it's not Aunt Martha trying to muster up any energy she can, and she can't muster up enough energy to, you know, show off her beautiful dress she's wearing. And all she can do is a shadow or maybe all she can pull off are like her legs and or the bottom half of her or the top half of her, you know. And so I think there are many different ways. Well, and then also like I have horrible eyesight horrible eyesight. I have these, um, you know, giant pop bottle glasses that can't get any thicker. And so who's to say that the way I interpret an apparition is going to be, you know, way messed up because of the fact that I have horrible vision. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, I think there are, again, so many variables. Yeah. I don't know. Well, this is my favorite alien picture from the CE5 event because there's a lot going on. And this is the one that also changed. That's like a whole other story. But this is the picture. And I'm going to see if I can zoom in. So first off, it has several rods. Oops. You can see the rods. Right? It also has... I don't know what that is, but, oh, wait, we'll get to that in a minute. It also has this. And again, there's no electronics going on here. This was two women talking to each other. Yeah. And the, the picture is distorted. But then the the other thing is there's this, like, what is that? Um, it's, it could be the back of somebody's head, but it's got some kind of glowing. And then over here, this image, I mean, what is that? Like, there's That's no the one else standing there. That's huh? the weirdest part. That's the weirdest part of the photo to me. Now, to me, let me tell you about these rods. These were not in the photo, and neither was this. So we looked at this photo. I mean, this is what's weird. We looked at the photo. There was probably four or five of us at my house. There was nothing. We look at the photo, we're flipping through again to show like people were coming into the house from the event. We were all kind of sharing the different photos. And these two rods appeared on either side of this woman's head. And then these other two appeared later. So that quite frankly is the weirdest thing of the whole picture is not even this weird stuff in the picture, but the fact that this stuff appeared after 
we'd already seen it. And there were several of us witnessing this. This wasn't like one person. This was like, no, the picture literally changed and these rods appeared. But then there's this plasmic thing over here also that really, I mean, the thing is, because it was a, a an event to connect with ultra terrestrials, what fascinates me is the like you were saying, the frequency, Delisa, doesn't it seem like it's it's not the frequency of like a ghost or a spirit? I mean, what do both of you guys think? I'll let you go first, Delisa. Yeah, I mean the I mean the plasma stuff off to that right hand side of the picture feels thicker to me. It almost feels like some kind of dimensional or thing or portal where the rods feel like that high pitched sound again. So to me, it doesn't feel like it would be Aunt Betty, you know, in the living room. This feels like something more like interdimensional. Mm -hmm. um, I, that, you know, uh, on the side, what we're looking at now, that to me is the more fascinating thing. The rods don't really in um, I don't think much of those because in a, in in the dark, if there's light in the background, um, and if there's any movement in somebody's hand at all, the slightest amount of movement in a digital photo is going to you know create that kind of thing. Like to me, I see a star, I see you know city lights in the background. Um, so those, I don't think much of those, but I do also. I am one to say you have to also take into consideration the context and mm -hmm. you know the context of the event you were hosting there definitely um, makes you think more about images like that. Yeah. And Karen shares she was there in the house. She said those rods were not on the photo when we first looked at it. I mean, that was the part that was so crazy. Yeah. Um, Michelle too says, I saw it with my own eyes. Like if not, I would be skeptical. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty crazy. Um, and, uh, it was a very interesting evening all around, but, um, I love, you know, an hour flies by when you're doing paranormal photos, you guys, and video and audio, no video wrong. <laughs> wrong. I just want to make paranormal videos now, apparently. And we still have more. So I know you're freaked out, Delisa, but I feel like we could do this again. We've had such a huge, nice audience tonight, too. And we have a question. So I think we end on this question. So Karen's asking the three of us, do ghosts physically ever appear in your homes and try to talk to you? Or do you have boundaries or protection to prevent that? So whoever wants to go first. Well, I just moved a month ago. And... I wasn't kidding when I was like, where's my sage after this show, right? Because my house is like 80 years old and there's a lot of history here. And I will tell you the same freaking light keeps coming on and it's happened a handful of times and it's not every day. It's not the same time. And it just comes on I'm like, Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Hi. You know? And, <laughs> but I, I think that they're respectful, but I also know that, there's way too much energy imprinted on this house for there not to be something. So, uh, but I don't see full body apparitions. I see it clairvoyantly like a daydream. Um, my grandmother and her grandmother would see full body apparitions. Um, but my spirit team, like when I was a kid, I remember talking to my grandmother about it and I'm like, I never want to see it like that. <laughs> and I'd be like half curious, half terrified. Like, okay, what's, what's the story grandma's going to tell me? 
Um, but I did not want to see it like she saw it. And so then all the years later when my gifts like fully manifested, they don't show it to me like that. They show it to me like a daydream. So when I see a photo, I'm like, no, <laughs> because I think that my daydream kind of vision of it is a little softer. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like it. What about you, Patrick? Um, I in this home, I haven't had any experiences, but it won't be a surprise to you all to know that I think sometimes I my skeptic because you know I've always said I'm 50 50 50 like 50 percent skeptical, 50 percent I really, really, really want it to be real and paranormal. And I think that closes me off to a lot of experiences and that angers me. That is, I annoy myself, I fight with myself all the time. <laughs> But Delisa has heard a story of mine from my last home that I lived in where I was um, touched and pretty much grabbed um, mm. in my home after some a weird experience in the middle of the night. And that's like the biggest, weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. And I still, well, actually, that that investigation that I told you about, this is Dorothy. Mm -hmm. and the other thing, I'm pretty sure it was like 20 within 24 hours after that experience. And so it's the only experience I've ever had that makes me wonder if, you know, investigators always talk about picking up hitchhikers mm -hmm. you know, and bringing them home with you. And that's the only time I've ever, I've always thought that was dumb, but I'm like, mm, I don't know, pretty forcefully just grabbed in my home. <laughs> In the middle of the night after waking up and feeling something there. So I was like, maybe there's some truth to that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, do, I, I do see the creepy weird apparition. So thanks to Lisa, I guess I needed to have a better conversation with my grandparents about the fact that I didn't want to see them. Um, but, uh, so I, I've seen them all my life and sometimes they look like normal people. I, worked in retail and sometimes I'd greet people and my, my associates that worked for me, they knew my gifts and they'd be like, there's no one there, Lisa. And I'd be like, whoops. Hi, can I help you? Yeah, yeah. So sometimes, and that's not a lot, I'd say that's probably 10% of the time. Um, and then about half the time they look like shadowy figures. And, and I joke about it where I'm like, do you have to look so creepy? Like, could you just not be so creepy? I mean, really? And, and they'll kind of walk and disappear so they can only hold that space for so long. Um, and then sometimes I see lights and orbs, but, um, so I do see them and, um, I would say, um, my house is, is always got a line of people. And I think Delisa has the same experience, especially right now, because a lot of people are leaving without being able to say goodbye, um, just because of like the pandemic rules. And so, um, there's always people around. So I just trust my team. My team protects me. I trust them. Um, just like Delisa, Sage and Palo Santo and all that. I mean, for sure, I clear the space, but I also just know like, nothing icky is going to get in here. And if something did, I'm going to throw them out because we're senior in our space. And that's the thing to remember, whether you're doing an investigation or whatever, paranormal activity, like you're senior in your space because you have a human body. So you can tell them to take off and they will, they have to. Universal so, law. Exactly. If you see all these people having all these 
poltergeist things, they're allowing it on some level, on some level in their soul, they are contracting with this being and allowing it to do those things to it. They just can't. Um, so that's my opinion on that. And this has been fun. Did you guys have fun? This was fun. Like, like I, I said before we went live, I've been under the weather all week in my house and in from work. And so I needed some kind of fun like this. So I appreciate the invite. Oh my God. Yes. And I think we should do this again. Delisa, can you brave it if we do this again in a few months? <laughs> uh, I think so. I think so. And I, I love that people sent in their photos and mm -hmm. that we can incorporate in the audience. So everybody that's watching this video, if you have uh, a photo or a video that you think has something in it, send it in to one of us and uh, let us know that it's okay for us to use it and we might just feature it. Yeah, and video. <laughs> <laughs> and audio. And, or audio, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear some audio. I'm skeptic of audio too, though, just so you know. Like, it's not yeah. just photos that I'd like to tear apart. Yeah, no, I like you tearing things apart because I think we need the logical, we need the science. I, I want the science to prove what's, what's you know, intangible. So let's do this again. And just really quick, um, don't forget you guys to subscribe to Buddhist Biohacker and Delisa and Patrick, just really quick, share again how people can find you. Spirit and Spark TV on YouTube and social media, Spirit and Spark, and website, spiritandspark.com, pretty easy. Awesome. You can find Big Seance Podcast, usually in, in all social media. I think it's just Big Seance. And then the website is bigseance.com. Happy awesome. Halloween, everybody. For real. Thank you guys so much. And have a happy, like, it's Halloween season for sure. And um, it's October 13th. So have an awesome night. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Delisa.